Hey, what's up, universe? So this is episode 12 of It's a Choice. Admittedly, I spaced this episode. Like, I woke up this morning and I'm like, holy shit, it's Tuesday. I have not recorded my podcast. Whoops. Um, and I can make all sorts of excuses for it. Um, but just straight up, I totally fucking forgot to record this podcast. Um... Anyway, so this is going to be the last one for the year, right, of 2020, because next fucking Tuesday is going to be, what, the 5th or some shit, right? So, um, anyhow, uh, <laughs> just want to say thanks for listening. Um, this one's going to be a bit of a meandering uh, podcast. I don't necessarily have a super theme or a specific theme uh, for it. Um, there's a couple things, though, that are on my mind that I'm just going to kind of put out there. So this may be a shorter one. I don't know. I say that and then I end up talking for like 40 fucking minutes. We'll see what happens. So anyway, the first thing that comes to my mind is I was speaking to one of my friends here recently and I'm going to give a shout out to Ashrita um, about this. So we were talking, um, you know, just about, you know, family and things like that and, um, you know, our respective, um, you know, circumstances that we find, you know, with our, um, with our blood families and, and everything. And there's a, there's a story, you know, that my mom told me from, you know, the Christian writer C.S. Lewis and Ashrita's like, oh, I've heard of this story. It's, it's a Chinese parable. So apparently it's an old story. And I know Alan Watts has spoken to this. So, um, the parable basically like paraphrased down is like the, um, uh, the Chinese farmer and the horse, right? And if you guys aren't familiar with it, I'll just run through it real quick and, uh, and kind of relate it, give the framework for it. So there's this Chinese farmer, and he has a horse, and one day, you know, the horse runs away, and the villagers or his neighbors come by and say, oh, that's too bad, you know, and the farmer replies, maybe, and the next day, the horse comes back with seven wild horses, and that evening, the neighbors come by, and they're like, oh, that's, that's awesome, and the farmer's like, maybe, you know, and then, like, a little while later, the, uh, you know, the farmer's son is trying to tame one of the wild horses and gets thrown off the horse and breaks his leg. And the neighbors come by and they're like, oh, that's, that's horrible. And the farmer's like, maybe. And then, you know, the next day or a week later, the, um, like local garrison or army comes by to conscript, you know, you know, young men for a war and they reject the son because he's got a broken leg. And the neighbors come by and they're like, oh, that's awesome. You know, like, that's good news. And the farmer's like, maybe. And the whole point of the parable is that we never know the consequences of what appears to be good fortune or bad fortune or misfortune. We just never know the consequences of these things. And I try to relate this, you know, um, to some people in my life. Uh, regarding my specific choices over the last handful of months, especially like around my kids and like how I've rearranged my relationship with them and how they're living with my ex and me moving out of state and, and things like that. Because um, we just never know. We never know. Like things that appear to be negative can have actually very beautiful outcomes. We just don't know. And things that appear to be very good to, can have absolutely horrific outcomes. I was watching a show recently on Amazon Prime uh, called Counterpart um, with J.K. Simmons. Really good show. Only two seasons, got canceled, but pretty good show. And there is a specific episode uh, in that show where it like details this 
basically this parable. I won't going to give away the show, but the premise basically is, is that there's two worlds, right? There's something happens and like they discover like an alternative world, uh, much like ours, but with a slightly different timeline. And there's a specific episode where they start to show like the genesis of where that break uh, and this divergence happens. And it's from a choice, from a single choice. And it's just, it's that whole thing, right? And the whole show, like the whole show is not necessarily about choices, but choices are definitely a huge part of that show. And I just was fascinated by it, you know, and it was, it was just an excellent representation of how one thing that, I mean, it goes into this parable, like there's this, this particular choice in the show, like somebody receives a gift and somebody doesn't. And like, that may be interpreted as like, well, if they didn't receive the gift, that's that could be negative, right? And they received the gift, that's positive, right? You, you, we usually construe giving somebody something, especially a gift, as like a positive thing. But we don't know the outcomes. You know, we have no idea of like what the outcomes will be from that choice. Um, so I always choose to interpret, you know, like my, my choice with my children as a positive thing, you know, that's, I'm going to, I'm going to set that intent and I'm going to work towards that, you know, I'm going to move and gravitate towards those outcomes and, and, and create positive realities out of that choice. Even though like there's other people uh, in my life that are like, that's the worst fucking choice ever. And I'm like, that's how you can choose to interpret it if you wish, but we never know. We just never know, right? And so that's that's basically my main thing that um, that I wanted to speak to here. And I know it's only been like been like six minutes um, into it. Um, I guess the other thing that kind of comes up, and this is completely a little bit off topic, but something that I was listening to yesterday, and I'm just going to shift gears a bit. Um, but um, it still has to do with choices and it's just about, you know, reflecting on ourselves and choosing, um, you know, growth over not like when I think of this particular topic, you know, maybe this will be like a, like a, <laughs> a double feature in this episode, right? Try to just shove things in at the last minute on, on the, at the end of the year. But have you guys ever seen train spotting? There's train spotting and train spotting too with you and McGregor. And, um, there's a, had this poster in college and I've just, I've always loved them. There's, uh, there's a monologue in both like train spotting one and two that you and McGregor does. And if you haven't seen it, just check it out. Just YouTube, like train spotting monologue or train spotting two monologue and you'll find it and, um, choose life. You know, that's you and McGregor goes on this whole like rant about choosing life. And I can't, I'm not going to even attempt to repeat it, but I've always loved that and choose life. And anyway, like what it's making me think of, um, you know, in this moment is, uh, is just, and this is something that Ashrita and I spoke about too. Like, um, it's not about being better than anybody, right? It's not about that. It's not, not to say that anybody's right or wrong or that one path, um, or, you know, one set of choices is better than another because as I said in the beginning of the podcast, we just never know the outcomes of our, of our choices. We never know fully what, what that's going to blossom into. Um, so the thing with like 
self-development or, or growth or just like kind of, you know, reflecting on yourself or doing shadow work or however you want to call it. Um, there's consequences to that choice. You know, it changes relationships, it changes dynamics, it changes how you see things, how you see yourself, how you see others. Um, and those are, those could be really big repercussions to that particular choice or that type of work, you know? Um, and when one chooses to go down that path and start to look at oneself that way and, and just kind of dig in on that kind of stuff, there's, they're actually choosing not only to like see themselves differently, but they're going to start to see life differently. And they're actually going to be choosing to change their relationships based on that. And there's just no way around it. You know, um, as I went through TCP, like in Jim Fortin's program, um, you know, the further I got into it, you know, especially when we got into um, topics about relationships, I was joking and kind of said there should be a disclaimer <laughs> that like partners need to like sign so that they're aware that if they're not in this program with their partner, that their partner very well may change. <laughs> like she could get better or she could like go sideways. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, even even when I was doing the Tony Robbins stuff, um, same type of thing, you know, like when people do the Tony Robbins stuff, they'll they'll go back to their lives and that stuff can change. Now, not in my mind, not as dramatically because Jim's program's immersive, like, you know, Tony Robbins, you go for like a six day program, like maximum and like you come back and you're on this high and that kind of a thing. And life can settle back to normal and you can get back into your routine pretty, pretty quick. And the tools you get from Tony, um, aren't necessarily as practical to me as, as Jim's tools. Um, but you know, that being said, like if you were to do enough Tony Robbins programs and actually like implement the stuff that he gives you, like you could, you could transform your life too. It's, um, uh, I just find Jim's program to be more immersive and in, in the tools more easily accessible and impractical um but that's just my opinion you know like it's not a slam on tony or anything like that it's just been my experience but either way like i don't care which where you go or you know what what person you decide to listen to but once you start to look at yourself like <laughs> there almost needs to be a disclaimer to be like once one person starts to go down that path the you know there could be there's just the person choosing to do that is actually choosing to change their life in ways that they don't know the impacts. They don't know the implications of that. They just, I didn't. And when I look around at other people that I've met in these groups and everything like that, they didn't fucking know. And their lives have changed drastically. And, you know, I know that there's, when people have partners, like their partner will look at them and be like, damn, like that shit's, a lot of shit has changed, you know? And the reason I bring that up is because I was listening to a book um, I'm down in Texas now. Um, I drove from Kansas City down to Texas to help one of my buddies out um, with his fireworks stand. And um, I was listening to David Data's um, The Way of the Superior Man, I believe is the name of the book. And, um, you know, just, again, you know, to even get into that kind of a content um, is a choice, you know, to look at yourself and to learn about oneself and to... Um, just kind of get a different understanding and perspective on ways of being, right? And it just gave me a lot of food for thought, the particular content out of David Data's work. And I'm in another program where um, 
David Data isn't necessarily explicitly like cited or even his content used. I just know that um, that's it's, it's a program ran by a, a couple, and I know that the man um, in that couple uh, has experience with David Data's work, um, and it just I just wanted to explore more of that. And so anyway, it's um, how we choose to show up, you know, both when we reflect on ourselves, how we choose to show up in our relationships, you know, um, is we, and again, we just never know the outcomes of those things. And so I just wanted to, like I said, it's going to be a bit of a meander there. Um, but that's just kind of something that it made me think about. So anyway, there's not a lot more that I need to ramble on about in this particular episode. Um, that was the main thing. Um, there's other things that I could get into, but I'm just not. I could give other examples, you know, because it's the holiday season, right? Family um, may or may not be present in your life um, as far as like sharing time and space with them around this uh, on this particular time of the year. But I'm not going to get into any of that. Um, there's no reason to kind of dredge up my stuff to um, to get into. I'll just say that. You know, for this year, 2020, um, been a big, massive year of transformation. Uh, some people have hated 2020. I, for one, have loved 2020. There's been huge peaks and valleys. Not all of 2020 has been fun, um, but I've definitely chosen to look at 2020 as a massive, massive year of growth, and I have loved it. I choose to love 2020. 2020's been the best year of my fucking life. I wouldn't change it. This is a year I would repeat. If I were to choose a year of my life to repeat, I would totally repeat 2020. Um, I definitely have years in my life that I would choose to never fucking repeat, but 2020's not one of them. I would totally repeat this year. Um, anyway, that's all I got. I love you guys. And, um, I was talking to another good friend of mine here recently and she was like, you should tighten up the ending, you know, your outro, like, you know, like you should just learn that, you know? And I was like, yeah, but I like to, I like, I, I kind of enjoy like fucking it up, you know, like just because it, to me, it just gives people permission to like, life is messy, you know, life is messy, messy. It's not fucking perfect. It is perfect in its own way. The imperfection is the perfection, you know? not every fucking tree not trees like they don't grow straight up they're not fucking toothpicks you know what i mean like there's fucking wiry shit all over the place like life is messy the imperfection is the perfection so i don't mind fucking up my outro you know like so we were just kind of giving each other a bit of a hard time on that but uh so anyway my outro as best i can recall it in this moment is Go live an inspired life so you can inspire others to live their authentic and inspired life. Because in the end, living an inspired life is a choice. All right, I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.